Hello there, friends, foes, and ghouls. We're going to talk about Halloween today on The Right Show podcast. Now, it's not just a podcast. People are watching this. So if you're listening, click the link at the bottom of the screen that you're looking at, and you might be able to enjoy the video as well. Biden ruins Halloween. Pelosi gets hammered. BLMers say Wakanda for never for white people, and the dirtiest man in the world happens to be Persian, we end with a comedy clip. It's all happening right here, right now, on The Right Show. If you want to support the show, all you got to do is leave a tip in the bucket. If you're on YouTube, that means a super chat. If you're on Facebook, that means stars. Or if you go on GoFundMe.com slash Comedy or Venmo at K-V-O-N dash K-V-O-N, that keeps the show going. We use that money to advertise upcoming tour dates. Remember, The Right Show is a support group for normal people. Let's get it started. Little roll call. YouTube subscribers are at 380,500. Yes. Even with the shadow ban, they can't hold the show down. Facebook, 212,000. And Instagram, 108,000 subscribers. When I started this show, it was at 30,000 and stuck. We have brought it up out of the mud. People are watching on multiple platforms at once. Simulcast. So answer in the comments and we'll put it on the screen. Where are you from and what were you for Halloween? Now, I'm not going to tell you what I was for Halloween, but I will show you a very, very interesting, never before seen sneak peek at my costume, it looked a little something like this. All right, I'm coming to you from Las Vegas, a beautiful hotel, one of the greatest I've ever seen. Believe me, I've seen many. And wait, what do we have here? Look at look at this beautiful girl. Persian lives matter. I love what I'm seeing. Excuse me. You look familiar. I'm not sure who you are. Me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Are you the person who made America great again? I believe so. I made America great again. I really. That's right. Oh. oh my goodness, look what we had here. I can't believe it, I'm being touched and abused, but you know what, I'm not gonna tell anyone. Me too, you too, all of us too. What's your name, sweetheart? Owens. Owens, that's a beautiful name, I love it. Candace Owens, look at the back of this shirt. Persian lives matter, that's something I've always felt deep down, believe me, I love the Iranian people. And I believe we can do great things. We can make Persia great again. I would love to meet up with you, but I'm going to meet up with you. Instagram name? I got to find her on Instagram. I'll tell you, wherever she goes, I would follow her. Candace Owens, going to meet with Kanye, probably walking the red carpet. In fact, I'm going to go right now. That is what we did, folks. Tell me, did you enjoy it? Did we make Halloween great again? I really do believe we did. We absolutely did. Look at all the smiles, the laughter. And how about a shout out to someone who made this podcast great? Thank you so much, Beth Coddington. You've always been a great supporter. We love everything you do. Everyone, get in line. Do what she just did. Throw a little tip in the bucket. Keep this show going. That's what you got to do. Everybody loved it. Thank you so much. Look at all those. And love the costumes. Love at first sight. Amazing. Speaking of Halloween, 
While I was over there making it great again with Candace, you wouldn't believe Joe Biden ruined Halloween. All he had to do was be nice to some children, say hello, and then walk away. Instead, what do you think Joe Biden did to the first kid he saw? If you've been following Biden or the Right Show podcast, you know what he did. Take a look. Sniffing kids and saying, don't tell anyone what I just told you. Because an old man that sniffs kids will always tell the kid. Now, this stays between us. You don't tell your mom and dad what we just talked about or what we just did or what just happened. That's a, that's a big boy secret. Can I trust you? Watch again. And he didn't tell the kid anything. He just got in close, kissed, sniffed, and said, don't tell anyone what I just told you, pretending to the parents like he just whispered a secret in the kid's ear. Oh, I just told him something. <laughs> no, I was just telling him a secret. <laughs> Let's take a picture, everyone. Look over there. So if you're disgusted by this behavior, and it's not a first time, it's not a one-off incident. It keeps happening over and over again. And his own party told him, stop. Nancy Pelosi said, knock it off. Uh, Kamala Harris says, maybe we should work on the marketing of this. The, the image isn't there, Joe. <laughs> Come on. And he just will not stop because predators are going to prey. Let's look at a real president and how you actually should act around children by having fun and being silly, but also being respectful. Let's look at none other than Donald Trump, who made Halloween great again. That is how you do it. And I really want you to watch that again. How smart was the little girl there? The little girl must be four years old. And Trump doesn't know where to put the candy. So he puts it on the minion's head. The little girl sees that it's starting to slide. Pops open that bag like, what's up? These are the kind of people we want at the White House. She's not saying, oh, I'm not getting the candy because I'm this color or that ethnicity. No, she's like, I see an opportunity coming. Whoop, open the bag. Doesn't matter if you're white, black, gay, straight, man, woman, just be clever and get the candy as it falls. Watch that young girl. Awesome. And she caught one of them, didn't she? That is how it's supposed to be. So folks, I hope you enjoyed that. And remember, we made Halloween great again. My upcoming tour dates are in Memphis, Wichita, I'm going to Wichita. A seven nation army couldn't hold me back. You know that song? And if I'm coming, 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 then I'll be in ya, yeah. I don't know really the words, but the guy and his wife or his sister play like that. Anyways, take a look at these tour dates. Join me on one of them. Send a friend. Now, Frisco is a private event. You are not welcome to Frisco. But. You come on down to 11.7, we're going to Memphis. Huntington Beach, only 40 tickets left. 
Get them while you still can. 11-15, Wichita, Kansas. Turning point, George Mason University is on 11-17. We're working on an Oklahoma date now. Irvine Improv, and then Turning Point, Michigan. That is a formal event, so put on your best-dressed outfit. Get your tickets now. That's going to sell out. It's a gala or a gala, depending if you're Paul Pelosi or not, how you pronounce that. And then I'm going to be in Tampa Bay. We just added that. And Batavia, Illinois, which is one hour outside of Chicago. I will see you at one of those. Pre-order my new comedy special. Now is the chance to do it. It'll be out soon, but you'll get it before anyone else. If you go on GoFundMe.com slash Essential This special took years to create, including a pandemic lockdown. I'm making fun of anyone that locked you down, called you non-essential, or made you lose your job. Threatened you, didn't invite you to Thanksgiving, canceled your weddings, whatever they did to you for the last two years, this is cathartic. So go on GoFundMe.com slash EssentialCaveOn. It's not a GoFundMe, it's a pre-order. I use the GoFundMe site because it's easy. People know how to find it. You just type that in. You put in whatever amount you want as a a typical like a donation, but it's not a donation. You're going to get the special as soon as it's released two weeks before everyone else. Now, if you say, oh, Kayvon, I hate GoFundMe, then just go on Venmo at KVON-KVON, Kayvon, Kayvon, and just say, this is for the essential comedy special. I want it. Or go on Cash App, dollar sign, Kayvon Comedy. Don't be a canane. Throw some money in there all day. Okay. When we come back, we're going to watch more of The Right Show. The idiot Joe Biden claims there are 54 states in America. Now, if you go on the streets and ask people, at least most would say there's 52. They're wrong, but they're only off by two. Joe Biden has been in government his entire life. His whole world has been around America, supposedly the Constitution, the Senate. He should know there are 50 states in the U.S. of A., but not him. Take a look at how stupid, just how stupid this man could be. When I saw it, I thought, oh, he's doing a trick, or he's going to correct himself, or he's going to say, just kidding, psych, made you look, not a joke, but nope, here's Joe Biden. And by the way, if they do, that means not a joke, everybody. That's why we were defeated in, in 2018. When they tried to do it, we went to 54 states. We went to 54 states. To 54 states. If Donald Trump ever said there were 54 states, they would immediately call for his impeachment. They would bring him up on charges for not being mentally fit. They would say he was a terrorist. They would claim he was trying to add three more states, four more states to the union uh, secretly in the middle of the night just to change the vote. I mean, it would be out of control, but no fact checkers. Nobody seems to care that this stupid moron who's been in the Senate his whole life has no idea, sleepy Joe Biden. No idea there are 50 states in the U.S. of A. Unbelievable. Speaking of Democrats behaving badly, Paul Pelosi got hammered all weekend. While you were enjoying Halloween, he was having a little rendezvous of his own in his underpants. Now, this story is very interesting, so I'm not going to explain what happened. I'm going to let the San Francisco PD talk about what happened with Paul Pelosi getting hammered over Halloween weekend with a friend. 
the San Francisco way. At approximately 2.27 this morning, San Francisco police officers were dispatched to the residence of Speaker Nancy Pelosi regarding an A-priority well-being check. When the officers arrived on scene, they encountered an adult male and Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Our officers immediately tackled the suspect, disarmed him, took him into custody, requested emergency backup, and rendered medical aid. The suspect has been identified as 42-year-old David DePepe. Mr. Pelosi and Mr. DePepe were transported to a local hospital for treatment. This is an active investigation currently being led by the San Francisco Police Department Special Investigations Division. We are working closely with our partners from the FBI, the U.S. Attorney's Office, the U.S. Capitol Police, and our District Attorney here in San Francisco County, uh, D.A. Brooke Jenkins. The motive for this attack is still being determined. Mr. DePepe will be booked at the San Francisco County Jail on the following charges. Attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, burglary, and several, several other additional felonies. Before I go any further, I'd like to thank the responding officers for their swift action this morning. Those San Francisco police officers are Officer Colby Wilmes, Officer Kyle Cagney, and Sergeant Edmund Hoang. I'd also like to thank our emergency dispatcher, Heather Grimes, who's standing here to my left, for a really amazing job. For inquiries regarding Mr. Pelosi and his condition, we refer you to the statement issued by Speaker Pelosi's office this morning. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to our district attorney, Brooke Jenkins, for a few brief comments. And I, let me say in advance, this is what we know at this time. We will update you further, but we will not be able to take any questions after this statement. Thank you, Chief Scott, and I do want to commend the San Francisco Police Department for their immediate response um, to this home and for um, swiftly making sure that Mr. Pelosi was okay and that the suspect was apprehended. Um, we are working closely with them right now with respect to the investigation and will proceed with the appropriate charges um, as things unfold, as, long as, as well as work with the U.S. Attorney's Office and our federal partners. Thank you. Right. Thank you all for being here. I know you may have. We'll update you when we get more. Do you know how he got into the house? That's it for right now. We're not going to take any questions. Thank you. We, our office will be issuing a news release very soon. But that's it for now. Thank you. And there's that hammer that was up Paul Pelosi's you know Wosi. Now look, let's go over this story very, very intricately so we can try to figure out what just happened now remember the policeman just said and they've changed the story now twice since that guy said this he said he showed up to the house after receiving a 911 call paul pelosi claims uh that there was an intruder in his house at 2 30 in the morning that's when dudes from the gay bar start going out and about okay so at 2 30 in the morning here comes dave there's no security footage how he got on the property. There's no broken doors or windows. Paul Pelosi went in the bathroom to make a phone call and said, hey, I have a friend here named Dave. Can you please come do a wellness check on me? Why did Paul Pelosi say this is my friend named Dave? He would say, Psst, there's a guy here trying to kill me. I snuck into the bathroom. Hurry, 911, help. Not, 
hey, can I have a wellness check? Regarding an A priority well-being check. That is not what you ask for, okay? Why would a killer allow you, if you intended to kill you, let you go to the bathroom and make a call? Did, did Jeffrey Dahmer let everyone go to the bathroom and make phone calls? No. So here he comes. He's out of the bathroom. Now, why would you come back out of the bathroom once you've made your little security call? Okay. Paul Pelosi is the San Francisco treat. And Nancy Pelosi is always out of town. And that's when Paul starts to play. Who remembers about a month ago, Paul was driving... And it was a very suspicious drunk driving incident. And reports say someone else jumped out of the car and ran off. Could that have been Dave? A little lover's quarrel once again. And if Paul Pelosi was really in danger, then he could have been in jail right now for his DUI. Second one. First one killed his brother. Second DUI. And he could have gone to jail and he would have been safe from this attacker. But oh no, the left is spinning and spinning and spinning this story. Now, the police arrived, according to the police officer you just heard from. And there was Paul with a hammer and Dave with a hammer. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. And once the police arrived, that's when Dave started attacking Paul. Sounds like a lover's quarrel because Dave knew at that moment Paul was turning on him after all that fun they had with those buns. That is what some are saying. I have no opinion on it either way. I do, however, have an opinion on comedy. That's my expertise. I want to know which end of the hammer were Paul and Dave using? I hope they check the handle for Paul's DNA. Move over, Jussie Smollett. We now have a fake juicy mallet. Let's check on your comments and see who agrees with me. Sun's up, buns up, Pelosi. That's right. The security cameras were turned off, just like Epstein's. Everyone falls asleep or cameras go off right when the crimes happen with Democrats. Have you noticed that? Paul Pelosi wanted that Oscar Mayer wiener. A lot of people agreeing with me here. A lot of girls call their lovers my special friend. You guys have so many great puns. I thought we would have fun with some bun puns. <laughs> Knowing that Paul Pelosi is the San Francisco treat, I think they should make a lifetime movie for Paul Pelosi. Now, first sign that Paul Pelosi's probably not into women, look at his wife. So, what would the title be for the Paul Pelosi lifetime movie where they kind of reveal, once he's long gone, what he was really up to on this fateful night? I want to see this uh, not on the Hallmark channel, but on the ID channel or the Lifetime channel, one of those dangerous, seductive movies. Here we go with some possible movie titles that I came up with. You tell me your favorite. Honey, I'm home. Oh, hi, Dave. You have to say that relatively fast to get that one. What about this one? Two guys, one hammer. How about a little MC Hammer reference for Paul Pelosi's Lifetime movie? Stop, hammer time. Oh, every time I see you, the hammer is so hype. We've all seen the movie from Tom Cruise, which is the number one box office sensation this year. Well, what about Top Buns? Little throwback to Tim Burton, Buttle Juice. Or One Flew Over the Cuckold's Nest. How about a little movie that uh, maybe Tom Hanks would enjoy? Forest Hump. Or since no one's talking about what really happened, Silence of the Dems. Yes, Clarice, I know which end of the hammer Paul Pelosi used in his back door. Yes, but you have to tell me something about you first. 
How about shaving Ryan's privates the Paul Pelosi way? What about Pulp Fuction? How about Homo Alone? My wife caught me. The Paul Pelosi story. These are the top movie titles I came up with. Let's see if you have any of your own. A lot of people like Stop Hammer Time. Very cool. Uh-huh. San Francisco Confidential. I like that. Not LA Confidential. A lot of you are puking at the sound of these movie titles. Silence of the Dems. There's a winner. Let's just go through them really quickly one last time so that you can remember your favorite. We will start at the top. There was Pelosi possible movie titles. Honey, I'm homo. Hi, Dave. Two guys, one hammer. Stop. Hammer time. Top buns. Buttle juice. One flew over the cuckold's nest. Forrest Hump. Silence of the Dems. Shaving Ryan's privates. Pulp Fuction. And homo alone. You guys vote in the comments. We'll be right back with a whole lot more of The Right Show. The best satirical news show on the web. I love to catch up in the comments after quick breaks. And we have people saying, I missed your live show. I love home. Oh, alone. Bottle juice made me laugh. That's what we do. You cannot. Okay. You cannot joke about this stuff on these boring shows you watch on TV. And that's why my fans come here each and every Wednesday. Westside. We have more of the right show waiting for you. Did you know celebrities are quitting Twitter? After Elon Musk purchased the website for $44 billion, the new, I think I'm just going to move to Canada, became, I think I'm just going to quit Twitter. Now, nobody's quitting Twitter. Nobody moved to Canada. To my dismay, because if everyone who promised to leave just did, this country would already be a little bit better, just 2%, but that's all we need, considering Biden won by supposedly 2%. Shonda Rhimes, which by the way, Shonda doesn't rhyme. Shonda Rhimes is leaving Bill and Ted's excellent adventure actor, not the good one, Keanu, but the one nobody knows and hasn't worked in 30 years. He too is leaving. And Mia Farrow, who I believe was the wife of that guy, you know, that ended up marrying his own daughter. What the Woody, Woody, Woody Allen? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just a miserable guy. I didn't know. I was just raising my daughter and I fell in love with her. So young, so ye. Whatever her name was. Anyway, so that's what's going on. Speaking of movie titles, there is a woman who is lecturing everyone on TikTok. It's gone viral, 100 million views. She's telling white people, you are not allowed to go see Wakanda forever the opening week. Now, this goes against anything you'd really want, because if you want an all-black cast and an all-black superhero movie to continue making them, you would want everyone to come on opening week so the box office reflects big money and they spare no expense making the next film so this is how stupid woke culture is watch a tiktoker tell white people for you it's wakanda for never yeah give us our own time this is our moment this is our time to identify and be who we wants to be. Now, there is a word for an annoying white woman who tries to lecture everybody even though they don't want to hear it. What is the term for an annoying white woman who lectures you and gives you advice you didn't want to hear? It's a Karen. Now, I don't agree with that at all because I think that's a racist thing to call white women Karens just for being part of the neighborhood watch or 
making sure, you know, there's only 10 people out in the pool at a time and you've got 70 homies here. So I'm calling security. Oh, you being a Karen. No, because one of you is going to drown. She's probably saving your life. All right. But if you want to call white women Karens, then let's be open-minded. There are annoying women of all ethnicities. And if you come across an annoying black woman, you can't call her a Karen. Why not call her a Kanai? Okay. So check out the new Kanai from Wakanda. This message is to all our would-be accomplices and white allies. This message is to all the white people who have BLM in their bio. If you really want to prove to black people that you love us and you care about us and you are down for the cause, do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket, you give it to a black person or a black family who can't afford to go. And then you go sit at that theater in front of the doors. You make sure that every black person in that theater can enjoy that movie in peace. You make sure that you use your body to block us from anybody who would be coming in that theater to do us harm. That is your job. You can go see it on another weekend. Go see it on the second or third weekend. But the first weekend, that's for us. To do anything other than this is anti-black. So do BLMers want to be equal or do they want some weird world of carve outs and special treatments where this is an opening weekend of a movie that has a black star. So you're not allowed to come. And well, what about me? I'm Persian. Okay. Persians are not white. Persians are very famous. We're a bigger minority than black. Am I allowed to come? Oh, because I come and I kind of look white. Is she going to sick her homies on me and beat me up and teach me a lesson? Because I was told by her, if I'm going to be an ally, then you needs to buy your ticket. Give it to a black. Could you imagine what running up to black people? Hey, you want to go see Wakanda? Here, take it. Take my ticket. They'd be like, what are you? Who are you? you running up to sniff me like Joe Biden? I... I can afford a $9 movie ticket. Oh, but I just, I, I want to just be an ally. And I'm going to, if anyone comes in here to see the movie, I'll push them, fight them if they're not black. Please. The only people doing that went to Berkeley. They're living in Portland now. Uh, they got a little sign in their front yard that says, in this house, we believe love is love. Black lives matter. Science is real. Water is good. We are so sick of the radical, racist, mainstream, woke left. Okay? That's why The Right Show exists. That's why you're here. Keep subscribing. Keep watching. And keep these leftists as far away from America as possible. I will not buy a ticket and give it to a black person. But I will buy a one-way ticket as long as she promises never to come back for that girl to go to Wakanda. Isn't that what they do? I don't know. I never saw the movie. I was... Too scared to go check it out. Now, you've got so many people scared of different ethnicities, not sure what to do. What should I wear for Halloween? What am I not allowed to wear? But if a man can identify as a woman, and we have to accept that, what would you say if a woman who was white identified as black? <laughs> I mean... European woman, she's from Scandinavia, but she wanting to be black her whole life. She obviously loving the culture. She's going to changing the appearance to look like that. Well, I'll give you a chance right now to see if this looks mentally sane to you or is identifying as something that you're not in illness. You described yourself back then as a beautiful girl. So if you, did a, if you were a beautiful girl, why do this? Yeah, I like my body from the beginning and to now every step. 
but um, like the boys, like their brand new car, they love to work on it and if they see, wow, nice results, let's find this piece and this piece and so tuning is a little bit more than expected. Well, there's, it's a there's been progress. a lot of work going on, a lot of body work going on, that's for sure. 24 procedures, What? Um, what? aside from the obvious, what have you had done? When we last met, I um, was uh, much smaller, also actual, I have 7,100cc each. But not only my skin color changed, also in meanwhile, also I've realized that my eye color has changed, my eyebrow color has changed, and also my regrowing hairs are more black and more darker and going curly. So we should, we should explain this a little bit further really because this has changed Martinez come around because of these tanning injections and it was one of your surgeons that recommended that you should use these tanning injections because you weren't getting the the deep tan that you wanted just by going out into the sun. Um, so so how, how was that kind of sold to you? Was it, was it explained that this would be a side effect that you could get a very deep tan and that you your eye colour would change? Yeah also when in the constellation they said it will um, tan the skin more than also if you than if you go only in the sun. But um, for me, this new medicine works especially good. Also, I have to say, I didn't inject myself, the doctor did it. Also, there were three injections in January and nothing else, only a little bit sun, and now I'm really dark. But it, it's the fact that you say you identify as black. Also, uh, I don't want to fight the black people. I do it for myself, and it's not immediate attention. I'm just... Um, talk with them who want to talk with me because also I'm really proud that this medicine works for me so well and I can feel in myself that I'm changing to a black woman. I mean, that's a natural conclusion. If you're telling guys they can identify as whatever they want, you're telling women they can identify as whatever they want, you're telling anyone they can marry whatever, whoever, whatever object they find, and we're just supposed to believe that all of this is okay, then why wouldn't eventually somebody identify as another ethnicity just because they love the culture and now you have to address them as that and you are not allowed because the censors, the big tech, big media, they will shut you down, make you lose your job, take your family away from you, take your income, ban you from each page, take your credit card, take you off of platforms for just calling out the obvious so leftism is a mental illness. It will keep getting worse and worse in the Western world unless women, you need to stand up and say, no, we're not doing this anymore. Black people, you need to say, we're not doing this, okay? But also when white people go to see Wakanda, you can't tell them they're not allowed to see that movie either. Because if you make it so that black people can only say certain words and they can only go to certain movies and they can only have certain hairstyles and they can only listen to certain music, there's gonna be some people on the other side of the fence that like all that. They're gonna hop over. They're gonna say, what? I guess I gotta be black now because I want to participate in these things and there is a fence down the middle. I'm hopping the fence. Look at it this way. When I was a kid, you know, high school, college, you'd go out, it was ladies night at the bar. Ladies night meant women could get in free. Guys still had to pay because they obviously want to meet the ladies. Then they started a thing called International Women's Day, where we celebrated how great women were and all their achievements. Then there was Women's Month. And then they told us the future is female. 
that's when guys started jumping ship. They're like, all right. At first, we would have almost pretended we're women just to get a free cover. But now you're getting hired based on women. You're getting scholarships, sponsorships. You're getting promoted based on being a woman. Yoink, I'm in. And that is what the radical left has brought to a neighborhood, a community, and a school near you. You're looking at me saying, Kayvon, I know you're Persian, but how Persian are you? I'm only half Persian, which means uh, I can get a little dirty, but not that dirty, because the dirtiest man in the world was indeed Persian. He was an Iranian man living in a village. He did not shower for over 60 years. He smelled horribly. He ate rotten food, but that is what kept him alive, because the village said, please, sir, please take a bath. And finally, he took a bath. And that is what killed him. I want you to look at the dirtiest man in the world. Iranian, just like me. The world's dirtiest oh, man. Yeah, I mean, we're not talking like dirtiest as in misogynist. No, we mean dirty. actually, literally, actually, literally, unclean, filthy, of the unclean. Yes. The dirtiest man in the world And we've, dies got, a aged we've got a picture of him, 91. I think. Yeah, on the Telegraph, there's there a he picture is. there, that's him there. He's Iranian, he was nicknamed the dirtiest man in the world, and he's died aged 94. Do you know why he's, why, well, we don't know why he's died, but the, the body Having had a bar. examined this year. <laughs> but after going for years and years and years without washing, the local community thought that had enough, and he'd existed on complete roadkill, nothing His else. His favourite food was porcupine, apparently. Apparently. So he never married, had no family, and was viewed with some affection by other villagers, but the problem was he had a shower not long after he had the shower. Unfortunately, he, he passed, passed away. away, apparently. And, and yeah, he ate porcupine, rotten meat and unsanitary water from an old oil can. And defying, defying. And he smoked four, four cigarettes, cigarettes at a time. At, at a time. time. At once, like that. Four cigarettes. But he lived to 96. Hair. Yeah, and he lived to 96. What do you think about that, David? Uh, I, 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 I can't take it in, you know. I mean, yeah. words fail Defying even, even me. <laughs> I have no bolognese for this. No oh bolognese gosh. for that. Are you a shower or a bath man? Because apparently you took a shower and then you I'm a shower back. man. You're a shower man, are you? I like to get in and out as quickly as I can. Yeah. Right, let's move on, shall we? So the world's dirtiest man is no longer with us, meaning I am now the dirtiest Persian left on earth. Ha <laughs> ha, take that. Folks, we have come to the end of The Right Show. You have survived yet another episode number 87, but we always end with a comedy clip because, look, what did we cover today? How disgusting Joe Biden is, how great Donald Trump was on Halloween. We discussed how disgusting Paul Pelosi is with his fake marriage and his hammer time. And then we went on and showed none other than a woman who identifies as black, who got the dirtiest man in the world, and Biden thought there was 54 states what could be funnier than all of this? One of my very own comedy clips. Each week, I post a new TikTok or a short on YouTube or a reel on Facebook and Instagram. They're called reels over there. And it's under a minute. It's a lot of fun. And it's getting me a whole new fan base. So what I want you to do is after this right show ends, share that comedy clip and let's make them go viral. This one teaches men how to take very sexy photos. I think you'll enjoy it. It's already got over 100,000 views in 24 hours. How about it's Valentine's Day or maybe your girl misses you and she sends you a romantic picture. You're like, whoa, you're excited. Maybe it's been a long day at work. Ooh, can't wait to get home. She misses me. Women can send those romantic pictures. But men, if you send a picture of you laying in the beach, <laughs> rolling around in the sand, 
bending over in a speedo. When are you coming home, babe? You're not gonna get a positive reaction. That is way too short. Remember, I used to post five minute, 10 minute, 30 minute clips on YouTube, and now everyone's got the attention span of a gnat. So now we're doing 40, 35 second clips, and uh, they're doing better than my long form videos. Oh, goes against my nature, but glad you all made it into the right show. Thank you for tuning in, and be sure to share this episode because we are having a lot of fun. Pre order my new one hour comedy special on GoFundMe.com slash essential kvon i want to see that pre-order get up to three thousand dollars before we release this thing i tell truth through comedy if you want to put on your own comedy night any crowd 20 people or more front yard backyard pizza parlor we'll do a private event we'll do your college we'll do your wedding your funeral it doesn't matter i will come to your show because freedom of speech is under attack we're going to keep it alive visit your local podcast subscriber give the right show five stars you know we deserve it and i'll see you in seven days.